I'm a covenant man Living in the riches of my Lord and King I'm a covenant man Committed to Him in everything I do believe He'll come again And I know one thing I'm gonna do till then Is learn to live in the blessing of Abraham The Lord told me how He wants me to be To abide in Hello everyone, my name is Ryan Weeder, and today I'm going to be speaking on a subject that I'm sure many of you know quite a bit about, and that's going to be the subject of faith. Um, now, I, I, had, I had been raised in a, a, a ministry that focuses pretty majorly on faith, and if you know me, I'm sure that you, you may know that, but um, you know, there, it, up until recently, I, I, I realized that it had just been head knowledge up until recently. And God had been showing me some things, and, and the one big thing that really came alive on the inside of me was uh, Mark eleven twenty three and 24. I'm sure you know the scripture, but I want to read it to you. Anyway, <laughs> um, so it's Jesus ministering to his disciples about the fig tree, and it says, for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. And, I mean, that's kind of the foundation, the cornerstone scripture of faith. And I remember I had, I had read it, and, and the key was always believe that you receive. Believe that you receive and you will have it. And I thought, that's wonderful. What does it mean to believe that you receive? Because, I mean, it had just been repeated so much and so often. You know, I just heard, believe that you receive, believe that you receive, believe that you receive, believe that you receive. And it had lost all of its meaning for me. And that's, um, and it may uh, come across as a bit of a theme over my past few uh, teachings and, and videos, but it, I like breaking down and explaining and teaching on the scriptures that have become almost a Christianese type thing and terms that have been used as just kind of vain repetition almost, or at least to that point of vain repetition. And believe that you receive was one of those things, at least for me, and I, I know that I'm not alone in that. I, I, I remember distinctly there was a woman who called and, and she was talking about She's like, uh, she was talking about she was believing for her healing. She says, I'm believing for my healing. I know that the Bible says says it. I'm believing that I'm receiving. I just, I, you know, I'm just still sick. I'm like, that's not faith. You know, when, when you, you, you may be claiming I'm standing in faith, but then you turn right around and it's like, I'm just still sick. It just doesn't work. That's not faith. That's not actual faith. And that's just claiming something. That's vain repetition. That's saying something because you've heard it said. And this is absolutely true. You believe that you receive. It's just that it's been used so much, it loses the impact it has on people. People think that you can just say it. Just say, oh, I'm believing, I'm receiving. And that's all you have to do, but that's not. You need to put faith into it. So um, I, I went to God. I pulled up a little program I have that brings up all the definitions of every single word in a verse, as well as some commentaries. I, I, I went full in. I said, God, I have all the tools here that I could possibly have right now. 
show me what you need to communicate with me. And so I, I read this, believe that you receive, uh, speaks into the mountain, doubt not in his heart. I, I was reading the scripture and I said, what do you want me to see? And I think the, re the, the real thing that just turned the, turned the light switch on in my heart was the definition of believing you receive. And it means to be fully convinced that you already have it. And that just changed it. That made me realize what it meant to believe that you receive. And, and I, I, I know that that may seem real simple. You know, like, well, of course, it means to be fully convinced that you already have it. But there, I mean, it, it's, it still just lacked the impact, the full impact. And, and God, God was explaining to me. He's a great teacher like that. But he was explaining to me, when you pray, you need to be fully convinced that it's already provided for, already done, that when you pray, when you go to God about something, it is a done deal. Doesn't matter what the circumstances may look like at the moment. Doesn't matter what attacks the enemy may come. It's done. It's settled. That's what it means. And again, I know that it, it, may, it may seem so simple and like, well, duh. But, like, even I, being raised in the household of faith, I didn't realize the significance of it. When you pray for that new car that God's saying, I want you to have that one, you're like, well, thank you, God. You, you, you take hold of it. You believe on it. You need to be fully convinced. Nothing wavering. Do not doubt in your heart that it is yours. That car is yours. That house is yours. That, that raise, that promotion at work, it is already yours. God has provided everything pertaining to life and godliness. And that was another scripture that God showed to me regarding this, which was phenomenal because he has. It, uh, I believe it's in 1 Peter. God has provided all things regarding life and godliness. Everything you could possibly need anything in your life is done and taken care of because our God is that good of a God, that good of a dad that he knew what you wanted before you even knew it. He knew what you needed before you even knew it and he already set up the provision. He already took care of it for you. All you have to do is believe you receive. And see, already in this video, I've said it so many times that, I mean, it's almost, it's almost become like just a, a, a mantra, almost. Just believe that you receive, believe that you receive, believe that you receive, believe that you receive. And when that happens, you lose the power of the scripture. When you are, when you read through this scripture, you need to read it. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, be fully convinced that they have already been given unto you. Be fully convinced that they are yours. Be fully convinced that it is done and taken care of and settled by our dad, our father, our Lord God almighty, who is taking care of all things on our behalf. That is what that scripture means. Don't, don't, don't read through the scripture and, 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 and pray standing on this scripture just because you heard another preacher say it. Just because you heard, oh, well, he got his prayers answered because he believed he received. So, God, I believe I receive. It's not the words themselves. It's not just the, the, the random, I believe I receive, I believe I receive, I believe I receive. It's not the vain repetitions. Jesus actually 
spoke against that. You need to activate your faith when you speak that. And you know what? Starting off by, by praying those vain repetitions, by, by starting off just repeating it over and over and over and over can be a great way to get your foot in the door, but that is not all it is. That is not all there is to it. Like I said, it's a great way to get your foot in the door. It's a great way to get you stirred up and get you started. You may not believe it at first. You may, God, I'm, I'm believing I'm receiving, but I sure don't see it. But if you continue to say that, eventually your spirit man will take notice and you will believe it. You will take notice of it. It will take hold and take root in your heart and you will truly believe that you've received. And I mean, that's just, like I said, it may seem so simple on the surface, but it was not. It was not for me, and I'm sure not for many of you. And it's just a truly life-changing thing here when you realize the significance. And it actually kind of leads me to my, my next verse here, the next thing that God showed me about faith and how to put it into effect in my life is James chapter 2. In verse 17, even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. Uh, uh, another scripture that I'm sure, I'm sure that we, we know quite well is faith without works is dead. If you don't put action to your faith, it just, it's not real faith. And in fact, I was reading through this, it goes on to talk about, if it's, it's either here in him. Peter. I sometimes I, I get James and the Peters mixed up sometimes, but it talks about if you claim you have faith and yet you don't act on it, yet I say I have faith and act on it, who do you think truly believes what they believe in it? I, I, heard, I heard in a parable saying, two men were praying for rain. Only one, though, went out and prepared his fields for it. Which one do you think was truly believing for that rain? And it was the one who went out and prepared for it. And it's the same thing. It's not saying that your faith isn't real. It's saying that if you truly believe something, if you truly believe that you receive, you will put works to it. You will put actions to it, and you will take steps towards that. I remember one particular minister, he knew God was bringing a plane to him. He was believing God for a plane. And... Uh, he knew the scripture, faith without works is dead. He said, God, what do you want me to do here? God told him to go out and get a hanger. And it was kind of funny because he shows up and he's like, I want a hanger. And he goes, all right, well, what kind of plane do you have? I don't know. Well, what size is it? Is it big, medium, small? I don't know. Is it a propeller or a jet? I don't know, but I, will, I need a hanger for my plane. And sometimes it feels like that and that you, you put an action to your faith even though sometimes you're not entirely sure what what the exact steps are but you're acting on your faith if you believe the word is true and you give your tithe you know that you are supposed to give 10% of your paycheck you know that God the, the, the Bible says to, to give you know that you say God I believe that you will bless me you will give me a hundredfold return you will open up your storehouses the windows of heaven you quote all the scriptures you know to quote but you don't actually do it you may claim all those blessings you want but if you don't put actions to your faith you're showing that you don't truly believe that you're showing that you would rather keep that extra 10% there 
because you don't truly trust in God to bless you. And that, that's what that scripture was showing. And it, I was just, oh my gosh, God. <laughs> you, you're right, obviously, God is right. But I realized that, that, I mean, when you believe that you receive, when you are truly convinced that you have it, you will put action to it. And it's, it's, it's almost, it's almost a, a dipstick. It's almost a, a testing strip to see if you truly believe what you are praying for. Do you truly believe that you receive? Are you truly fully convinced that you have it? Are you, is your heart fully persuaded? Nothing wavering. And looking at your life, looking at, your, at, at uh, the actions you put to that faith is a great way to find out and see. Like I said, if you, if you say, God, I know, I know that you will bless my finances if I give, but you don't give, your actions are contradicting your words. And I, uh, I, I, I heard a quote one time, and I don't agree with it completely, but... You know, I, I, it serves a good purpose here. It says, your life should be a testimony for others on behalf of God, and if needed, speak. And, and you know, I think that you should speak to people about the testimony and about the, the gospel, but in this particular case, it kind of gets the point across in that you should be living and acting like a Christian. You should be walking out your life as you know a Christian should, giving and trusting in God. Without, without faith, it is impossible to please Him. You shouldn't be trying to see what you can get away with. You shouldn't be trying to see, well, gosh, you know, I, I say I believe you. I, I'm believing on you, but your actions aren't saying it. you got to start putting actions to it. Act like you know you should. Act like a Christian should. Stand upright and righteous before Him, acting, believing that you receive fully. And it's something I've just recently started putting into full effect in my life, something that God has started showing me that I've, I've been, like I said, quoting it almost like a mantra, and I believe I received, Lord, I believe I received, but I didn't really. And just since I've started activating my faith, putting my faith in towards that, putting action to my faith, Truly being fully convinced with nothing wavering that I already have it. I have seen transformation in my life left and right. I have seen blessings straight from God in paying and paying some bills and paying and, and, and paying rent. Just it's been so much better. It has truly been life and life more abundantly with him and walking in faith. So I encourage you do the do the same thing. Act on faith, walk in faith, be fully convinced that it is yours, and put action to it. I hope you got something out of it today, and you be blessed.